intense information that's being thrusted at you will just stop. Yeah. Mosquito. <laughs> I need to order that. The the slate where I can do. Oh, yes. I like that. It's been in my they cart have, for a bit. They have mini ones, too. You could have a little I, want a, I want the biggest one. Oh, I'm so in this. Like, clicky. Like the biggest one. All right. Ready? Yeah. Mosquito. <clears throat> I'm so fat. I get out of breath now. <laughs> That's not good. That's one way to start. You know what? I wake up in the morning and my heart is already racing. Uh-oh. I feel it. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Have, have a drink. <laughs> go for a walk. I do. There's stairs here. I got to go up and down those stairs at least five the times a lowness. day. They're very intermittent. <laughs> you know how long this house is? Well, So not- if I am here and then I want to go to the kitchen. You live on a hill. Go. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly. That's a big hill. Though. That's exactly. You start small. That's another thing I was thinking about. Uh, I won't name names, but I was thinking about somebody's cousin, and I was like, "Whose cousin?" No, that's uh, that's oh, okay. the anonymity part. Oh, okay. okay. So, and I was thinking, you know, they're in a risky situation health wise, and I was like, "You the the problem is is when you look at the big picture of your personal health, you're like, oh my god." It's so overwhelming. Yeah. It feels so far away that that you already self-defeat before you even get oh, yeah. started. I'm on that boat. And so, but I was like, man, you got to start with like the little victories, like go down the hill, up, mm. up the hill once. A little victory for me would be to not drink for half a day. So, but so. <laughs> or only eat half of the pizza instead of who can the whole that? pizza. No, no. No, no. Here's the thing. You can do a lot of stuff if you generate the energy to work it off. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Set a timer. Go drunk or not. Down the hill. Oh, I'll fall over. No, no. Down the hill. And then roll down. Up the hill. <laughs> and that's it. Once, take out a dog. Right? Then you start doing little markers. Like, do that. Like, once a day. Once you start <clears throat> feeling like, okay... I got a little routine here. Then you start to go a little further Mm. up the hill past your house. Start at your house. Go to the bottom. Come to the top. Slow as you want. Okay. Then put on put on a Netflix on your on your phone or something. Just be really breezy about it. Then on the way up, go a little past your house and come back down. Now now it's a little further. Mm. Then you go a little further, a little further. And just be on a little bit of a routine. Right. It's it, on paper. It sounds like the easiest thing. Uh-uh. It's not easy. That's why I say maybe you go. I was talking to my brother's girl and she was saying the same thing. I said, you can't like try to get out there and jog a mile. Go till you're tired and come back. Yeah. Go halfway down the hill. I'm agreeing as I'm taking a drink. Yeah, that's. That's what I'm saying. If you try to I have a bag cut in the everything, backyard. if you try to cut everything no. at one time and everything like that, you're, well, it's like, it a, works, it's sad. But only for a bit. But it's also sad. You feel like you're losing so much at once. 
And it hurts. Mm. Working out hurts. You're sore. You're sore the next day, which doesn't motivate you to do it again. Mm. Right. And but then it makes you hungry. That's okay. I was doing really good lifting for about two months. And then I haven't been to the gym in, I would say, three weeks. And lifting made me hungry. Hungry is fine. Hungry is fine. Timing of hungry. Conditioning. I need to set up. Uh, you have a lot of candy in your house. I know. Oh, I don't. You know what? I have only eaten two of the two pieces. I ate everything yesterday. You mean today? No, yesterday. I'm not a big candy person. I'm not. I don't Why have. Why do you have so really. much in the house? Then? I don't know. It was on sale. <laughs> no, you know what it was. I I produced a movie last month, and my friends Kelly, my friend Kelly Young, wrote the screenplay. And then my other buddy, Eric Morgret, who is a filmmaker. They're both filmmakers, but Eric actually made it. He storyboarded it. He got a bunch of people from the local Seattle community that likes to make movies. And we shot it at the Renton Civic um, Theater just mm-hmm. down the street. Yep. And I, I catered it. So I had the, there were a nine, nine or ten actors in it. And then there were a crew of about eight. I would do something like that, by the way. Yeah, make a movie. Let's make a movie. Little acting. Yeah, it was fun. It was the, we were there for the whole day and part of the. I act like I'm a regular person every day. (laughs) (laughs) I got it in the bag. How well do you do? I got two gun fingers and I act right. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm so regular. So I had the I was in charge of the craft services table. So I got the actors snacks and pop and we got them lunch. And that was the candy. I bought this big old huge three pound bag of candy for them. That's, that's why it's there. That's not a good mm. craft but no, services I, person. It is. It's the part they, they Where's loved the it. celery. No, they had celery. Oh. There was a veggie tray. I like a veggie There was tray. muffins. There was cookies. There was See, pop and all water. All of that and stuff chips. is the nano. Hey, but uh, where's for the actors, kombucha? Oh, that's expensive, first of all. <laughs> I went to Costco. <laughs> all right, let's get this show on the road. They sell kombucha at Costco. Do they? That's yeah. <laughs> It's good. Do you drink kombucha? It's a yeah. hipster. Do I look like a hipster? Oh, no, it's, but this is the thing. We're talking Although, about it. It's about the butt, the, the, the gut biometrics. And it has booze in it, doesn't it? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought it did. No, it's the fermentation and it's like non consequential. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I felt that I got drunk off kombucha once. Was that a lie? Holy God. Did you drink? How much did you drink? Like it's not three possible. Three glasses? Mm-mm, not possible. They do make hard kombuchas. Though. I think that's what it was. Because I'm pretty sure I was buzzed. They have alcoholic ones, mm. but then they have just. Mm-mm. It doesn't taste good. I don't like it. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I'm not I will take the challenge because there are. I will bring you some that are fantastic. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're more of a hipster than me. No, that's not true at all. You're way cooler than me. And I'm using the word hipster as uh, cool. A synonym for cool. Although I am dressed better than you today, I should say. You're more coordinated <laughs> than I am. Excuse me. Have you seen my <laughs> shoes? I agree to disagree. My jeans are awesome, by the way. Look at this. This is Fabricio's mira. sweatshirt. Ahora estoy bien ranchero, mira. Oh, fíjate. yeah. Wait, <laughs> rancho. 
I wish you were wearing a cowboy hat, honestly. That would that would. This show is brought to you by The Sneakers Friend. If you're a sneakerhead and have dozens or hundreds of shoes and it's heat and you wear them, you'll definitely want to check out The Sneakers Friend. Or if you're just getting into sneakers and you want to keep them looking fresh, you'll definitely want to check out The Sneakers Friend. Formulated with gentle cleaning agents, you can use The Sneakers Friend across a variety of materials. And they have a special offer for CZ Media Podcast listeners. Go to the website, thesneakersfriend.com, purchase your cleaning kit, and enter in code CZMP15, and you'll get 15% off your order. So go to their website, thesneakersfriend.com, order your kit, type in code CZMP15, and you'll get 15% off. So again, sneakerheads, not so much sneakerheads, check out The Sneakers Friend. Love that. Yeah, I look good. Although I don't See? have own it. Yes. I don't have oh yes. Beautiful. My nasty toes. Holy God. If you had they go hardcore with those really long tips oh, yeah. on the cowboy on the boots. boots. Yeah, long enough where they can hold it and then dance with their own boots. Oh yeah. Have you seen well, those? Well, I think I think there's some compensation happening. Probably. <laughs> hey. Dudes compensate for that in a variety of different hey, ways. Hey, I'm not talking about the the dong. The the guy. I'm talking about the guy. I feel like the shorter the man, the longer the boots. The longer the Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good social experiment. Hey, I, be like line up dudes. I'm here for it. Smallest to tallest. And I promise you, the tallest dude has the most regular size cowboy boots on. Yeah. And he's packing heat. (laughs) (laughs) Interpret that as you like. All right. Tall cowboy men, please submit photos. Of your boots. Cody wants to see. No, don't go rogue (laughs) there. Don't just send. No, no, specifically just the boots. But that's the crust of your argument. Yeah, but you're saying. You said it. Hey, tall guy, send in photos. Well. I'm saying, hey, keep the dick pics. Don't you want confirmation of your uh, hypothesis if it's true or not? If they're tall, no, their boots are regular. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about anything else going on in. <laughs> you the... need all the data. Nope, just that data is you fine need, for me. You need all. Keep the data. your data to yourself. <laughs> but I love shoes, so send me pictures of boots. I love it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. My buddy Cody is here. Cody. Hello. Let's cheers. We won't cheers. tell anyone it is 11 in the morning and we're oh, we won't two, tell them that. two drinks in. Oh, who said that? But it's a, it's a good time. Don't forget to check us out on it's your favorite. It's fruit punch. <laughs> it's Kool-Aid. It's Kool-Aid. Ew. <laughs> when was the last time you had Kool-Aid? Never. Yeah. When, when I was eight. Yeah. At somebody else's house, too, by the way. My mom was not. I, drink, a, I was a Tang guy. I drink Tang. Yeah. And my, Ovaltine. My mom got me Ovaltine. She had none of that stuff. No. You know, I, Ovaltine is delicious. I I don't I wouldn't know. Mm. I drank uh, I did like Tang, but we didn't have it in the house. I we drank Capri Suns. Yeah. And milk. Yeah. I drank a lot of water though. When honestly, when I was a kid, I I just I wanted water all the time. Properly hydrated kid. 
I was a super active kid. So yeah. I think my body was just like, what are you doing? Give us water. water we're going to die. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcasting app. And then don't forget to, there's too many things. They're too demanding of the audience to check us out on YouTube. Yeah, look at us. We Man. look. He's got an amazing shirt on. You should look at us. I'm going to try to wear ridiculous things now. Hey, if you want to, I can coordinate and plan for the ridiculousness. I would yeah. I would live for that. I, I, I love an excuse for an outfit. I'm going to go to the Goodwill and then just find crazy things and then wear them. I, I know what I'm going to wear for the next one. It's this lime. It's this uh, fluorescent lime colored shirt. That I wore. No, on the teal side, though, it's kind of like this, except radioactively bright. I'm saying we could have we could coordinated. You know what? I That's should. what I'm saying. We say, say, hey, come neon and I will mm. blast it. I have a unicorn onesie. OK, <laughs> just saying it's the bee's knees. I have a dinosaur one and a cat one. I got I, I, I am rich with onesies. That's. Okay. Do they have the 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 trap door in the back? No, I wish they did. I used to. I I kind of was a connoisseur of pajamas. Yeah. I had an old fashioned all red button up the front with the two butt flaps on the back. Yeah. Well, pajama. It, it seems like you, if you're a onesie, you want that. Yeah. Well, th- when I was in my twenties. Which was so long Just, ago. I mean, a little bit ago. So I had really been on the hunt to find one of those old school, real deal, like a kid's fuzzy onesie with the three rings on the sleeve with the little one no. button here that zipped up. Yep, yep. I finally found it. I had I I, I had a lot of onesies. I, I got <laughs> rid of most of them after I met my husband. He was not a fan of the onesie. Not really. And I, you know, now he is because we it's got a, him a dinosaur one. I had the unicorn no. one and I got my son one and we would be dressed up together and he's got FOMO. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I want one. And I was like, oh, yes, let me begin the shopping. You know, I can relate um, for 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 the holidays. Lori got a bunch. She got like two or three different holiday Pajama, pajama yeah. yeah. And then, uh, w- like the second one that she wore, I was like, Hey, those are neat, I would wear those. And then she looked at me and she goes, For real, you would wear it? I was like, Yeah. And what showed up a couple days later? Matchy, matchy. I don't think exactly matching, but yes. Oh, I'm down for the matchy, matchy. And uh, for Christmas, I wore those pajamas with my Santa robe and my Santa wait, hat. Wait, say Santa robe, Santa robe. Robe, Santa robe. What is that? Santa robe? Yeah. It's the robe Santa would wear. Red with furry thing. With furry cuffs. Furry cuffs. and But it opens this. all the way up the front. Yeah, it's a robe. So you can jingle your bells. <laughs> it's look. A, oh, look at that. You guys are adorable. See? The dinosaur. <laughs> he came out to play. I'm telling you. We are all about the onesie life. See, this I didn't is even... Sunday fun days for the family, pancakes and onesies. Aren't you proud that I didn't uh, make fun of you increasing the text size, the font size on your phone? What? Why would you? <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> I 
want people to hear what the fuck I'm saying. It's not just for me reading it. it and you is, want to be able to read it at a normal distance? No, I want to talk shit from far and say, read this, motherfucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Look at the print. It's not even fine. I It's all caps and I'm yelling it. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. And then, I mean, there's a functional... There's a functional aspect to it. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Cody, thanks for coming. Thanks. You know, you just had an episode before we started with the bank. Lord have mercy. <clears throat> yeah. I had my own episode with the bank this morning. So I think we this should start morning? off with, yeah, today. Just oh, uh, we need to like burn some sage over ourselves and phone. No, I am going to go completely on the record and say I hate BECU. Oh, really? They are horrible. Oh, that's On my... multiple levels. They're horrible in person. They're horrible on the phone. People rave about BEC. I, I, I don't know what. You know what I think right? it is? I think people just, they, they do a really good job of marketing that's themselves. hipster. Of, yeah. It feels like hipster banking. It is. It is. BECU, you're a hipster banker. It, it's like you're, you know, you're... You're not really, you're giving in to the man if you're not hipster banking. But I've had such horrible luck on multiple levels with BECU from them being flat out rude and dismissing to me in the branch to... Nobody likes that. To their online banking, their app sucks. It is not use. it is not intuitive. But let's be honest, have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever been with a bank that you're like, love these guys? Yeah, Chase. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've had Chase for 20 years and no problem. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I have no money. I'm just talking about, <laughs> I have no money, really. But if we're talking just about service, I've never had an issue with Chase on the service level. Who else have you banked with? Um, so I have accounts with BCU, with Chase, with, um, this other credit union called G Jira, Jira. Sure. Totally heard of those guys. Yeah. They're, they're, a, they're a small credit union, um, Alaska, USA. But here's the thing <clears throat> about those small credit unions is that like, if I want to go to Florida and something happens, I'm shit out of luck. Yeah, no ATM. And so. that's happened to me. I was in I was in Arizona and my cousin was being super accommodating in fur sarcasm. And <laughs> she was like, just go to an ATM. And I was like, they don't have my bank in yeah. I used to bank with Bank of America and they I oh my god, I started getting so frustrated with them. Mm. You pull out any sum of money, you can't have cash, can't deposit cash. Um everything was like it, like super under the radar. They're like, "Well, you have to report it like this." And I was like, "Dude, it's my money." Yeah. Like and I'm giving <laughs> you cash they're like yeah. well anything under two thousand dollars or at two thousand dollars we have to report and this and that and i was like it seems and then and then they just stopped taking cash deposits like that mm. every they they messed up so many things with me so and the only reason i banked there is because my landlord banked there so then i could just transfer money 
for my rent. Yeah. You want a cashier's check? Any of the, everything was complicated. And they, they were just the worst. But if I'm in New York, they have yeah. Bank of America. If I'm over here, they have Bank of America. So it was like this inconvenient convenience that yeah. was happening. Well, I have a Bank of America account. And I have, well, so I have a business account through them. Mm -hmm. The sneakers friend, their business account is through Bank of America. And then I set up my own personal account because I, I've hated BECU for a while now. (laughs) But you're not a quitter. (laughs) I'm lazy. (laughs) But this one did it. This one, the, what happened to me this morning, that, that's, that put, that pushed me over to where BECU, I am taking my. Five dollars. My. I'm taking my $5 and I'm leaving you. You will never get another 1750 deposit from me ever again. <laughs> and everyone who works for you is super whack. Feel, feel my. <laughs> They're just rude. The word, this is the worst thing that happened is that within a matter of two weeks, my Zelle payments to someone else were declined. That's, through, an, that's the, annoying. Yeah, super. So they were my Zelle payments through the BECU app were declined. And they make you go through such a rigmarole to f- resolve it. So you have to call into support. Then you have to talk to some prick who feels like he's God because he's controlling whether or not you can actually send or receive this money. So I was sending money. I was I bought a pair of shoes from a guy, and I was Venmo's send like them. that. You cannot reverse any track. Tra- it's like well, I mean, so the reversing. I haven't even tried to. I think all of these make it hard to reverse, but they just flat out blocked it. So Zell through um, BCU just blocked it. And there's, I know that there's Zell through a bunch of banks, but I've never had an issue with Zell through Chase. Me neither. I've never. It's never ever. Everybody I talk to is like, yeah, just send it through Zell. Yeah, but Zell through. We are not sponsored by Zell. (laughs) That'd be cool if it (laughs) were. So I was uh, sending. I don't know, like four hundred bucks. I don't think they need our help. They don't. (laughs) I was sending four hundred bucks through Zell. It was declined. I called the support and asked why, and then the guy goes, "You don't have any money." Well. Luckily, I had four hundred and one dollars. Five, four hundred five dollars. <laughs> but he he says he says um, he says okay yeah I see the um, I I see the transaction that you tried to do. Who were you sending it to? And then I said you know I said his name is Steve. And then he goes oh are you sure? And I said yeah. And then he goes okay um can you verify it with and, two e's? <laughs> no. So I said I said well. Because it's not even mandatory that you put the name if it's the number. You could put, because I put Steve in the note. And he goes, um, he goes, okay, can you verify it? And I said, well, I said, I we call him, that's his American name because I was sending money to a Chinese guy. And yeah, yeah. he had a Chinese name, right. which I cannot pronounce. So I'm telling them this and he goes, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So he goes, okay. And then I then he starts saying, why are you sending him four hundred dollars? That's not your business, sir. And is it their business? Well, technically, they can ask. 
What but, if you said it's for drugs? Well, it, we're getting there. <laughs> so I said it, that I was already. I annoyed. had a lot of cocaine last <laughs> night. And I think he needs his money. <laughs> <laughs> so w- when he asked, why are you sending him $400? That immediately put me into a horrible mood. And then I said, what different? Like, why? Like, this is my money. Why do you want to know? He goes, well, because I have to feel confident that this is not a fraudulent transaction. And I said, what do you mean fraudulent? My uh, this is my account. <clears throat> fraudulent on my side yeah. or fraudulent on the, their side? Like- I said, I just proved to you. I just proved to th- two people who I was because they ask you about right, all right, of that stuff. Right. And then I had to tell them again. I said, I just proved to two people who I was. So this is my money. Who like what do you care what this money is for? I just need to send Steve, my Chinese friend Steve, four hundred Chinese friend Steve, an elaborate birthday cake. And then and there pr- might be a file in it. Whatever. <laughs> so this prick goes, Well, uh, you're gonna have to give me a satisfactory answer. Otherwise, I'm not I'm gonna your uh your Zell is going to be deactivated. What? And then I said, you are kidding me. I said, all right. All right. Steve uh, tickled my balls yesterday. Holy and I told God. Him, I told did him you that say I that? Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's amazing. He <laughs> loved that. I said, I got a good ball tickling for my friend Steve. And now I owe him $400. This is BECU How, you're talking yeah, this to. Is B, well, so BCU would say that they're separate from Zell, which technically is true. But I believe that there has to be some sort of relationship. Re, well, th- of how Zelle treats BECU customers. Because again. So you're talking to a Zelle guy. I'm talking to a Zelle guy. Okay. But I'm basing the fact that BECU sucks because I've sent tons of money and received tons of money through Zelle. So through many my chase. fives of dollars. So many. <laughs> if you add them all up. <laughs> there's so many fives. There's at least four digits in there. Oh, fives. At, at, at fives. There's like four fives <clears throat> in there. So then he said, uh, he said something along the lines of, um, I don't believe you. I don't believe that's true. I said, are you telling me that I didn't get a good ball tickling from my friend Steve and now I have to send him $400? You're making, have a, making him have <clears throat> the ball tickling conversation. <laughs> that's my favorite part of it. And then, the, then, then this guy got more agitated. More agitated. Aggressive. And then he said, uh, he said you're going to have to tell me why. And then I said, okay, it's drugs. I'm sorry, you got me. I bought some drugs. And I need to send him four hundred. Oh, see, I need to send him four hundred dollars immediately. <clears throat> and then, then this guy goes, this guy goes, sir, if you don't give me a real reason why you're sending this four hundred dollars, I can flag your account and then have it be audited, and you'll probably get in trouble. And then I was livid On out fire. of my brain. I was so angry. I said, you miserable prick, do you think you have power over me because because of this? I said, is this how you get off, you jerk? Is this the only thing in your life that gives you any sort of pleasure? Yeah, as soon as to, you're saying that, he's going. Yeah, he's like licking his fingers. Yeah. It's like, is this how pathetic you are that you feel that you can control and um play master to people's money? I said, this is my money. I can do whatever... Yeah. And then I said, what if it honestly, honestly, though, 
Like, A, yes. What if it was for drugs? B, what if it was for a prostitute? Like, <laughs> that's not... I mean, seriously, if you're if you're a working girl, Zell's just fine, you yeah. know? No, the cash app Zell, <clears throat> they, they all get used. Dude, here, let me tell you this. In, in irony of your story now, I just saw John Mulaney's new stand-up special, and he's like, I don't know what the hell you guys are using Venmo for, but Venmo is for drugs. <laughs> and <laughs> transactions between you and your drug dealer. I, I Venmo my drug dealer all the, time, all the time. And he's like, and you guys are just passing money back and forth for food publicly. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's not not out there. Right. And the truth of what you're saying is exactly that. Like, this is my money. I can stuff it in a homeless person's pocket at my leisure. Yeah. It's not for you to dictate how, when, and who I spend my money with. Yeah. I am fucking pretty woman up in this bitch. I'm I say when. <laughs> I say who. I say how much. You know, and the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. What the... What the... What the... Okay, I'm good. I'm good. It was just an overall frustrating conversation because I proved who I was. It's my money. It's your money. And then this that's the bottom line. This gatekeeper of a prick. Gatekeeper. That sounded might have sounded like gatekeeper, but I meant (laughs) gatekeeper of a prick. Ghostbusters reference. (laughs) Felt it necessary to bust my balls over this. I'm the key master. And then I got I got really angry. And then I said, you know what? Let me talk to your manager. I mean, this, I'm, I'm rarely, like, like, oh, he's being a Karen, wanted to talk to the manager. It he's, was being like, he's being a Carlos. being a Carlos. Being a Luis. <laughs> I was like, I need, I said, I can't talk to you anymore. I said, give me your manager. I said, the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos with two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. It's super easy for you to get some delicious Mexican food, tacos, burritos, tostadas, whatever you like. I prefer the birria tacos. They're delicious. I dip them in a consume. Ugh, love it every single time. The Capitol Hill location has a convenient drive-thru, or you can pick up your order and enjoy the patio. Rancho Bravo Tacos also offers catering. If you have an event coming up and you're in charge of catering, go to the website, ranchobravotacos.com, fill out the catering form. You'll get it all sorted out. They'll get it all worked out, and your event will be a hit. You will be the hit of your event if you get catering from Rancho Bravo Tacos. So don't forget, Capitol Hill, Wallingford, the website, RanchoBravoTacos.com, catering, patio, drive through perfect, convenient, delicious. You are being un, you're, you're being insane. I said, this is my money. So I spoke to the manager. I told them what happened. And then I said, if there's anything that I can do to file a complaint against this jerk, I want to do it because he is threatening me with having with flagging my account. He's just to a audit. He's just a liaison. He's not a official in any. Yeah, he has minimal power. But again, this is what but he he's gets off on. It. Yeah, yeah. He has. This is how. This is how certain people get their jollies off of flexing the only little tiny bit of control that they but have. That's what they need. That makes him love his job Man, so I much was more. So angry. So I, the, the manager said the manager fixed it. And, and then I said, I repeated, I repeated what I told them. So I did about tell them, your balls. Yeah. I said, 
<laughs> I said I gave him two reasons why. But then he threatened with having my flag, my account flagged and audited. And then I said, uh, Did you ask him if, if he can do that? Does he have the authority yeah, to I do did. that? And then he said, No. He said, No. And then I said, You can you please follow up with me in an email? Because I want to know where this goes, because that is unacceptable. Yeah. And how about all the times when you're on these calls that your call may be monitored for? Yeah. For quality assurance. Yeah. What, what about that quality assurance? Yeah. On your side of the. <laughs> I mean, I you, you, what was so funny about that experience is that my anger did not subside. So the next day I get an email from BCU saying we apologize and. You know, the we're That's we're cool. looking into it. Yeah. And it was from it wasn't an it was from a manager somewhere like, who knows where this guy was, yeah. right? Who knows? And then uh, a it's week the same later guy he just called himself <laughs> manager. Manager Bill. That would be funny if that were true. But <laughs> a week later How's your balls? Oh <laughs> I a week later I reply to this and I said, I need a follow up. I said, What happened to this guy? And they it took them about three days to reply. But they did reply and they said that they had a conversation with him and let him know that he should not be threatening customers for anything <laughs> with having their accounts flagged and audited. I was so angry. No, but also like any and all of it can be a lie. Like, I can just tell you what you want to yeah. hear, and it doesn't make it right, true. exactly. Like, what kind of dance game are we playing here? What? It's the control. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that he felt he needed this. He felt he has this control, and he would not relent unless he was satisfied. I yeah, needed but to that's give him my his point. It's like I, I spent $400 on fried chicken to give to homeless people. Really? Yeah. I got the best blowjob of my life. You know, like, it's none of your business. It, is, it really isn't. And, man, I I try real hard not to use any. I, ugh, I'm, I stopped using Venmo when they wanted you to add your Social Security number because you're going to get you're going to get a tax. I mean, I'm not sure if this is true still, but you're going to get a tax document if you sent more than 600 bucks or received more than 600 bucks <clears throat> so that you had to claim it. <laughs> so I stopped using Venmo um, and Zelle is just easy because it's built right into your, most banking your apps. apps. Yeah, yeah. It's built right in and it's easy. Yeah. I always get annoyed when people are like, I don't have that. I'm like, you're a liar. You liar. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have oh, it. Oh, I've called them out. I was like, yes, you do. You have it. And then they're like, it's not set up yet. It was this like, yes, is it what is. I'm <laughs> saying with my cousin. This is exactly what I'm saying about my cousin. She was like, I... I she was being terrible about a family heirloom, this jacket. And she's like, I had to buy it back from the people um, because they were basically selling, doing an estate sale mm. and selling everything out of my grandmother's house that they didn't take out prior to the estate sale. And I said, where's the coat that grandma's brother made? And it's like handmade it's really unethical now but it's something that was made for her years ago before people cared about these kind of things what was it it's a uh fur coat made mm. out of seal oh that stuff is still alive but and well in but in alaska 
where people do do that. Mm. And it was, I mean, in the 50s or 60s when it was made and it has her name embroidered in Mm -hmm. it, all professional, super high quality. And I'm like, what, is that going to go to a stranger? Right. Like. It's going to go to Goodwill. This is what I'm saying. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I live in a cold place. It's my grandmother. It. I was born in Alaska. There's a lot of ties for me. I'd like to keep it in the family. You were born in Alaska? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Okay. Well. Now I know. Now I'm on it. Note to self. Anchorage. And so, so. I thought it seemed quite valuable to keep it in the family. It's a very interesting, specific thing that mm. you'll never get again. Right. You know, it's well, not. Well, if a, it's personalized to her. It's it, like, and it's like a professional yeah. label that says custom made for and her full name. Yeah. So I was like, I want the coat. And she was like, you're too late. Blah, blah, blah. She gave me such a hard time about it. Anyway. So she's like, I said, well, thanks a lot for the heads up. I gave her a little shade on it. And then she's like, I got the jacket. It cost me $150. I'm like, that's like nothing for the true value of the coat and all its sentiment. I was like, yeah, cool. No problem. So I get to Arizona and I'm like, okay, can I like, (laughs) this is the real irony She's in accounting and banking for a profession. Yeah. And I'm like, can I Venmo you, Zell? She's like, no, I don't have any of that. (laughs) How is it that you work in finances and you have not managed to find convenience of finances? Yeah. My stepmom, who is two decades older than her, has Venmo. Yeah. And she's like, can you just go to the ATM and, like, pull out some cash? She was trying to be difficult also. Yeah. She so she didn't want to give you she doesn't the like coat me. until. She doesn't like oh, me. She doesn't like me. It's okay. Well, screw her. Yeah, she's bitter. Whatever. So she's a Karen. Yeah. Like a thousand percent. <laughs> so anyway, she was making it super complicated. And I was like, look, they don't have my bank in Arizona, I'm sorry. I was like, I can't just run to the bank. I'm kind of shocked. But she has a Zell. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's got a bank account. But she wants me, while I'm visiting with no car, to go figure it out. Yeah, to go through inconvenience. And my stepmom's like, on the I'm like on the phone. And she's like, and she's like don't worry about it. I'm just going to, I'll give her, I'll write a check and leave it here. And mm-hmm. then you can just... Oh, Venmo me. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. How easy. Funny how that works. Yeah. I was like, this is what I'm saying. It's like, but the truth is, is that bottom line, if seriously, if I want to pay a prostitute, buy some drugs, whatever. Yeah. You, they agree. Then I should be able to do that. Yeah. It's, well, it's my money, it, it's, it, and we are not living in a cash world anymore. It, it's more of they. It's more of it's a it's a fool's. Do you take square? It's a fool's <laughs> errand to, and it's the the memo section when you send money. It says it's optional, 
It's like you don't have to put a memo. No, that's why this is what I was saying about so John then, Mulaney. Yeah, so he was like, ask? you guys are all publicly. No, he's not going to. John Mulaney's going to pay his drug dealer. He's not going to put it on there for cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, it's all messed up. That would be quite offensive to the drug dealer. Mm. Hey, why are you blowing up my spot? <laughs> yeah. So that was that was uh, that was last year. Um, last year for the BC Uzel thing. So are you done with them well, as of no, today? As of today. So what happened today? Take your five dollars and run. It was. Um, that was them. They heard you. They're so pissed. I, ha- I had to do. I had to do. <clears throat> this is. I had to pay. I'm doing some work on one of my on one of my on my rental house, doing some work on it. And I had to pay a contractor Mm -hmm. and I get on the phone and I have the I use the BECU account as the house fund for that house. Right. And I got the I I had them on the line and I was like, I'll just do a payment over the phone with the contractor. I give them the card information and they they go, oh, it was declined because it said. It was over your limit. And I'm like, what's going on? So I called BECU. No, I'm embarrassed, first of all. Yeah. I, then I call BECU. And then they're like, yeah, you have uh, the this transaction exceeded your daily limit. But it's it's I'm not taking money out. And I could be ignorant here. I realize that there's a daily limit on taking money out of an ATM. Right. But I'm making a payment. I am paying. And I, yeah, they I, don't do that. I've never been, I didn't know. Like Chase doesn't, if this had been Chase, because granted it was 13 grand that I'm paying, Chase would have had no problem. You got to go get it. Going that. You got to <clears throat> go get it. That's, but, that is, that's so BCU, a thing. My so, bank too. I tried to pay for this Capoeira event. My students are paying me, but it really, they're not paying me. It's, I don't even get a percentage of it. I just siphon it over. To my teacher, because it's technically his event. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I I could only send so much. And I think my limit, my but limit even, through Zell is like a thousand. But even even sending. But that's new I because understand. I used to send more than that. This is I'm not I'm, I'm making it. I'm paying. This is a transaction as if I they they have their their system. They're putting in my information and I'm I'm paying and yeah, that's another thing about the thing that happened to me today. They're trying to spend a thousand dollars at Best Buy. That's like way over my limit too. But I think, yeah, that's interesting. Well, even so, yours was a fraud alert. Mine was just flat out declined. Yeah, because th- I, there's a limit to what if I wanted to go buy, and it, you know what was dumb is that it was I have like a three twenty five hundred dollar three thousand dollar limit on this card right which is a debit card right Right. so it's not a credit card it's a debit card i have money in the account right and well one i didn't know that which you know shame on me that i should have known but what if i wanted to buy a five thousand dollar tv yeah if they would have declined it and then i would have had then i would have done what i did here which is call and then and then these pricks you know it was a nice enough girl who answered the phone and i told her what happened and she's like okay let me see. And then she's like, oh, your account has a limit of $2,500. And then I said, okay. I said, why? 
And she goes, oh, well, it's just because, you, you know, that's what we do with these with these debit cards. <clears throat> and I said, can you raise it? Because I need to pay this today. And then she goes, OK, what would you like to be? What would you like it to be? And I said, fifteen thousand dollars. And then it took her about five minutes to get the approval. And then she's like, OK, um, I just want to let you know that we went ahead and raised that limit to you. Uh, so you should be able to make your transactions. But we just raised it until Monday. So you'll have all weekend and then you'll be set. So then these pricks control how I spend my money and then make it seem like they're doing me a favor right. by allowing me to spend my money. Yeah. So annoyed. So irritated. So, yeah, for sure. Within within the next week or so, I'm taking my 32. Power back. I'm, I'm taking my power I'm just, back. I've spent more time on the phone with BECU reps trying to get stuff resolved. That's the most annoying part of it. That's what I was saying. Like, they want to cancel my card. And I'm I'm, I'm like, it's not the new card. It's the resetting everything up. I was trying to pay my friend for breakfast the other day. And I couldn't do it because I had to get a new card because somebody hacked my thing. And then now I got to... I can't pay my friend because I have to reset up that account and this account and Hulu and Netflix and everybody needs the new info. Yeah. It's miserable. Yeah. Goddamn technology. And Bitcoin, that's where it's You know at. what's funny, too, is that the, it's it's all in the guise of convenience. Mm. Isn't that's the the ironic part about it is that they're like oh no it's convenient it's convenient i was like but another thing i was gonna say is that they don't like it if you try to come in the bank and take 15 grand out no they, well, because they don't have that amount they don't have that yeah they're in. like oh, oh i was like you need to set up an appointment to do that. i want to clear out my account yeah. today and they're like that sort of makes sense though i'll be the devil's advocate here because banks don't have the, the, their their money is out like that's how banks work no money i get it in. that's why people can conspiracy theorists don't like and trust or trust banks yeah yeah it's well, well look at the, those banks that just shut yeah, down recently Valley. oh my gosh yeah their money they started buying bonds and buying other assets that just plummeted in value so they had no money left um yeah, but that's, I mean, if you are a fan of holiday movies and It's a Wonderful Life, that kind of shows you how these businesses work. Well, I was going <clears> to <throat> say, too, I, I was watching, you know, it was a while ago, but I was watching one of those, like, uh, Storage Wars or something like this, <laughs> and they found a mattress full of money. Did they? Full of money. And it turns out that it wasn't value. It had zero value anymore. So somebody spent their whole life stuffing their mattress with cash. And then like American money. No, it was it was foreign and it was no. like third world, but it lost its currency yeah. value. So, mm. you know, it's like it's in the end, it's just paper. Mm. So it's like even if you're not putting it in the bank, it it's like if the economy plummets. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, I mean, what do I know? Look I at really that. Don't and then they strong about, arm you because Bank of America is just fine. What about all the Wells Fargo fraud that was going on? Yeah. You know? 
that I don't have them. I don't have Wells Fargo. I did. <clears throat> then I went to Bank of America, and now I'm somewhere else. And it's, I, I got to say, I really prefer where I'm at than Bank of America and Wells Fargo. Mm. So, you know, when I, the lesser of evils, I guess. <laughs> when I opened my Bank of America account, I said, uh, you're so nice uh, to the to the lady who was helping me. She's like, and you're she said, so Fuck nice. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, she goes, uh, I said, I've been to bank uh, to BECU a few times and all of their reps have just been rude or dismissive to me. And I said, I don't like Bank of America. And then she just started to laugh. She said that normally she hears the opposite. She goes, well, how come you guys aren't as friendly as BCU? I'm like, well, I, I mean, what do I, I'm the anomaly here, obviously. Yeah. But it just goes back to customer service. When shutdown was happening, we would try to support as many businesses that were still able to be open. And I got some of the worst service during that time. I think people were desperate for people <clears throat> to work. <clears throat> In general, but and if you so were they were working, scraping, <laughs> scraping. I mean, if you were there. working, I think they were bitter that they were working when everybody else was getting really relief checks and this and oh yeah, people mm. were like, "You're lucky I'm here, even." Yeah, because like, I even put out this little thing saying, "Hey, if you guys are in this, if anyone is providing service during this crazy time, we're all on the same boat here. Let's be. There's a little show. Let's have a little compassion." Dude, I talked to so many people and I have I have a good handful of friends that have small businesses and and honestly everywhere I would even go that was open they all had signs we're hiring yeah they just couldn't so yeah could not keep staff all the restaurants that used to have all the young little hotties in there they was, started only fans accounts yeah and there was there was <laughs> You know, much more mature crowd of people who honestly were getting passed over for jobs. It's not that they weren't qualified or applying for the jobs. Mm. They wanted those jobs. They were getting passed over for the little hottie boombalatis. Yeah. And so now that those people don't really want to work and they're getting these little checks and they're doing other things. Now they're like, okay, we'll take whoever who's down to show up on time and do the job. Yeah. But I think since that whole kind of revival has come in, the service has actually gotten better because those are people that actually want to work. Who want to work. Yeah. yeah. And they're not just doing it because they like the attention and the good looks and the tips. Yeah. I used you know, to go to pesos and damn, those girls were bitches. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My Fabrizio was getting pissed. It's not just me, but like there'd be a table of a bunch of dudes like partying Frat boys. and the girls would like sit down and be like chatting with them. And then I'd come over and get like, I'd be like begging for them to come to our table and get a service. First of yeah. all. And second of all, I'd be like, Hey, and they'd be like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And like, just all rude. I was like, Dude. I never liked that place. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The food was so good. Mm. Oh, the food was so good. I love it. I'd rather walk down the block to Rancho. No, we reminisce about Peso so much. They had the best carne asada in town. The food was so good. But then over the years, they started cutting corners. And it slowly but surely, it started getting watered down. They never updated the decor. It was getting grimier, and it's like I one of my favorite Mexican, like family style Mexican restaurants was in Magnolia, 
it's still there, El Ranchon. And I was talking to the owner one day, and we are chatting, and uh, he, we were just talking about business in general, and I said, look, your menu is awesome, and everybody here loves you for your menu. They mm. know it. I said, my advice to you to keep people interested and keep them coming back, keep your menu and then have rotating specials of new stuff, but mm. don't take anything away. That's so much work. That's though. people's. No, no, no. I'm just saying, don't take away things off your menu. It's working. I said, you want to make the place new and cool. Fix the decor. Change the booths every five years or seven years, you know, Make the menus look a little fresher. Add some paint on the walls. And people are like, oh, they're taking care of the place. Mm. If it gets too outdated, it's too outdated. And that's what was kind of happening to pesos. Like, it, it, it got tired. And then they kept trying to do strange, creative stuff to the menu. And it wasn't really the menu. It was the vibe in the place. Yeah, You looked up. They had these weird clothed panels they were so dusty and dirty, and mm. that's, like, hanging above your food yeah. at all times. <laughs> and so, like, the waitresses were all super spicy, hot, and cute, right? And would, like, bring all the cool guys in or whatever, right? And then, like, the thing got a little run down. The place wasn't as cool yeah. anymore. Maintenance and then tough. the waitresses started going. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Does she have a stump? Is that she's how does a waitress work with one hand? I'm she's got three fingers and an eye patch. I am skeptical. <laughs> hey, pirates need to work too. Hey, dude, they do, but Women like, but like when there's more pirates than two handed people, you gotta, you gotta do some renovating. Renovate, that's is what I'm saying. So, the because the truth is, the hot chicks are gonna go where the money is, only fans. Yeah, I. That's a thing. <clears throat> that was a thing there. They all wanted to be Instagram stars and this and that. So, I did I'm a an shoot. Influencer. <laughs> I did a shoot with an only girls, an only fans girl the other day. How'd that go? <clears throat> and uh, it was fine. It wasn't uh, explicit. Uh, it was more of a bourgeois shoot, um, but. I was talking to her and well, one, so how familiar, how familiar are you with OnlyFans? I saw a documentary on, so, uh, on Hulu about, about OnlyFans Only and it gave me a broader insight about who's doing it. People in who are in sex work who are kind of offended by people who are not in sex work kind of trying to t take it over also. Mm. And um, and then them trying to put limitations on it because they are entrepreneurs in a way. They're making their own money and they're out there and they're, you know, they're self-sufficient with it. Yeah. So, so this this particular girl. She charges 50 bucks a month, which is a lot. Is it on? I don't know about yeah. any of the pricing or anything. I'm I'm not a subscriber. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> 50 bucks is a lot. Um, but yeah, basically she was, I didn't ask her too many questions. 50 bucks a month, but 
how many subscribers. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I feel like people might be horny, but they're also cheap. <laughs> they'd rather put $5 here and yeah. $5 there and $10 there. Still use their 50 bucks, but spread, spread it, it out. Yeah. yeah. 50 is a lot, but it's uh, she makes enough of it to live. Yeah. And she lives nearby. She lives in the Seattle area. So it has to be, un- well, enough. I Webcam mean, girling thing has been going on for a long time. Yeah, I had a friend who lived in uh, Wallingford, and he had a, a larger house, and he basically lived on the bottom floor and then rented out the rooms upstairs. And he was like, I'm pretty sure one of the, gr- the girls is uh, <laughs> doing webcam stuff in there. <laughs> a lot of moaning. A lot of... Yeah, small outfits and uh, and uh, don't come a knocking. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't fully. Well, no, I understand. I understand why that's appealing to both sides, but uh, I generally prob I will I will venture to say not the most healthy thing to do. No, you're crossing a you're crossing a line um, with your soul. Honestly, you're, you know, it's like the boob sweat chick yeah, that we talked about. It's, it's right in, in correlation to that. It's like, just because you're, this is the problem that it's the core problem of it. Just because of where you're at in your life today, you're comfortable with it today. You're like, oh, I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine with who I am. It doesn't mean in five years or 10 years you wish that shit was gone and it's still there. Yeah. And now you're over it. Now you're in a different place in your life and now it's chasing you. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. There's probably a bunch of feminists that would argue with you and say that you should still feel the same, that you're empowered to know that that the, the there's some sort of empowerment angle to it. I get it, but I'm a woman and I'm telling you, yeah. like from a woman's perspective, we cannot predict the future. I have a friend who was so stubbornly, offensively atheist. She would mock Christians and mm. was thought it was so funny and would say things that were blatantly offensive. <laughs> and now she's a Baptist Christian. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you can't predict right. where you're going to be. <clears throat> and what, as younger people, we don't see the world the same. Even as a mature woman in your 60s who might want to do some grandma porn. Yeah. You know? It goes both ways. You might be cool with it in your grandma phase of your life, but there might be a lot of things leading up to that. And then you have a different experience in your life that changes all of that again. The problem with this is that it is extremely permanent. Right. Because when I do debaucherous teenage stuff as a kid by the grace of God I was not in a filming journalized documented documented phase of the world right so all of that is just rumors hearsay and (laughs) over time people's imaginations 
shift circumstances. Yeah. So, but they can't just pull a thing out and go, no, like, seriously, yeah. look. <clears throat> and that's kind of the beauty of growing pains, right? We live with it. We think about it, calculate it and go, okay, I'm not there anymore. In that moment, I was super fine with that. And I was all confident. I was like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm cool. Whatever. And then later you're like, okay, that was like the old me. But luckily, because of the way things were, I can let that die yeah. back there in the past. Well, it, it, it goes in line with feelings are, feelings could be fake. The way you feel about something right this second, not that it's fake, but that it, it is not permanent. It can change the next minute. So this idea of putting, this idea of making so many important decisions based off of feelings, it's kind of weird to me. Mostly because I've been accused of having zero feelings. <laughs> but, you know, the when, when you have conversations with people where, and this is really frustrating to me, where you, I'm, we're trying to, where you're, you're trying to have like an actual conversation about, you know, whatever. And if the individual who you're speaking to always reverts back to, I feel that it should be because X, I feel that it should be because of Y, that really annoys me because who cares how you feel? We still have to navigate in, in a world that has structure and there's a process and, and there's steps to do. And so you can't just keep on referring back to some la la land imaginary place that is controlled or, by or how think you that feel. just your feelings are a scapegoat for bad behavior right because you're like well i feel like you're this and i'm like well you're not really putting any broad thought into it and trying to see somebody else's perspective yeah. seeing the general idea of what's going on and how the puzzle pieces fit together and how you are a part of that right. you can't just go well that's how i feel uh, well, that negates that I have feelings yeah, too. So the <laughs> and then outside so it's like, who cares onlooker has their perspective. And all of that is in play, honestly, because I can see somebody doing something to somebody else and go, wow, that's offensive. Like just as a spectator, I think that's offensive what you're doing to that a person. And it's so offensive that it's offending me, even if they're not getting offended I think you're out of line and maybe they're not speaking up, but on my side of it, whether I speak up or not mm. quietly, I can be sitting at a party and watch somebody do something and be like, Oh, that was fucking rude. And now I look at that person different. And if the person who was having the interaction was like, Oh, I didn't feel like it was rude. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to, I'm not telling you. And that's why I'm not also not going over there and, going you should be offended right now yeah but my perception of the person who is interrogating is now that oh that's a rude person that i don't want to engage with just based off of that interaction no matter who's feeling what so i'm saying we all have our feelings it's like oh, i didn't feel like they thought it was rude and i was feeling like this i was like cool and i'm feeling that you're offensive <laughs> <laughs> okay we all have the feelings okay and that's why so if don't we trust want them is what i'm if saying if we want to navigate in harmony and politically 
We, we can't just live off of our own feelings and say that you have a feeling and that excuses all behavior. Yeah. No, right. Like saying something, saying some racial slur or something extremely derogatory. And you're like, well, I was feeling threatened. That doesn't mean <laughs> shit. Cops that shoot people, black people, because they're feeling threatened. Like, yeah, it's not okay. By the way, I bet they were feeling quite threatened by you. I was listening to a Mexican comedian. Um, I think his name is Jorge Barbosa. Have you seen him lately? Yes. He's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, he was saying, yeah, you know, I'm still hanging out with the beans. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. But instead of saying beaner, he said beans. And then the person who was interviewing <laughs> just started cracking up and said you know what that's pretty funny you're leaving off he goes you're leaving off the er you're leaving off the hard r with the beaners which makes it sound even worse i don't think so i feel like that he like cuted it up a little bit like so, magic beans beans sounds cute beans yeah beaners sounds like ruder like very finger pointy i like them both <laughs> I've called myself that plenty of times. That's different. I'm a, it's all the context. And I even it a good color for a pinto bean. But, you know, that's context, too. Like, if somebody, and this is a, the major point, is you, you know when somebody is intentionally trying to speak to you derogatorily and put you down. Yeah. Versus we all in it together. <laughs> you know? And that's why it's like this, like when you talk about people who are like on the outside who want to get offended. We got We can't believe he said that. I'm outraged. Yeah. And this it's and that. It's the easiest thing like, in the world to do. Were you there, though? Are you like in it like they're in it in the moment? Yeah. And this is Probably not. But and this is why I'm saying, are, do you want attention for being righteous? And yep. outraged? Yep. Or do you really care about the problem? No. Nope. Because right here, there's actually no problem, and you're trying to conjure a problem yeah. through outrage. Right. Well, there is a difference. It's dumb. There's it's, no... It's silly, um, which is... Uh, it, it's silly in the same way that it is silly for someone to get offended at a comedy show. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of these videos now where there's you know comics doing a set, and then there's some moron who pipes up and says... That's not funny. Or those people should not be going. To you should comedy. not be going. I mean, the, these people who are easily offended should not go to comedy. Don't shows. go to comedy shows. Like the the total point of a comedy show is that you got to go in with the sense of humor. Yeah, I was saying. So I have a comedian. I I watch a lot of comedy. I'm super invested in that. As far as my mental space, I put a lot of. There's a pie chart i got a big pie piece for light, comedy a lot invested in comedy yeah because there's a lot of ideas they play with a lot of ideas that are really thought-provoking which i really like and who doesn't like to laugh you know and i don't trust the people that don't like to laugh there's <laughs> but yeah. but the point is is these people they go into it and i like jim jeffries I like Jim Jeffries. He's funny. He says a lot of misogynistic, offensive things about women that 
if you're super uptight, and I even told my brother, my brother was like, oh, Jim Jeffries is going to come to town. We should see. I was like, I got to say, like, I love him. I think he's so funny. I think his shit talk about women is specific to him and his experience. And it's not necessarily like a generalization. Yeah. But I also told my brother, I would, I think I, as a woman would feel awkward in an audience at his show. Mm. Like me at home alone in my house, watching it on Netflix is one thing, but being a woman in the audience, I don't know if I feel <laughs> like, I'm like, ha ha. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> then you would rush. You the know stage what I'm saying? No, I, of course not. Hit but, and that's not my personality. What's, the, to, what's that back kick? But here's, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, that one. Me allergic compasso yeah, yeah, to the face. One. Right to the face. Yeah, no. But no, because I, I already know what, that's the thing about me. I know what I'm getting into. Right. But here's another thing. I also, on the other hand, I don't like man basher women comedians. Mm. I am, I'm not into it. I'm like. I don't like the like uh, the full on battle of the sexes because there's shit on both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, usually you're coming from such a narrow perspective. Like it's the, the stuff that is wide. Like there's a big umbrella that covers a bunch of stuff. I think that's more funny. than I, something super specific. I think like um, like making a like a, a quip kind of joke about generalizations is can be funny when the timing's right. It's like, oh, you know, your wife nags, you know, it's like if they say it right at the right time, like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but bitches be nagging, you know. <laughs> but but then again, like you know, dudes be assholes. So like, we, it's like, a hey. fair trade, right? <laughs> it's like which came first? The world, know? the world will never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a that's a tug of war that just keeps pulling back on both sides. And that's the thing, like, I'm all for it. I'm all for, like, like, but so, but that's the thing also about comedy. It's very, you got a personal taste in it, yeah. right? Like, some stuff is, like, um, sorry, folks, but I don't think Joe Rogan's that funny. I agree. He's not. I like his podcast. Yeah. I like him as an interviewer. Um, over the years, I feel like he's pandering more now than where he was back in the day mm. um depending on should i say it honest i feel like no, I, go ahead. okay so like depending on his stature and prominence over his guest he talks to them differently like if he feels like more powerful than his guest He'll be way more assertive, way more um, confrontational yeah. versus somebody where he feels like maybe he is not as powerful. Well, are we all that way? Then though? he panders more. No, not necessarily. I'm not just confrontational <clears throat> to be confrontational. No. I really don't. Yeah. My husband is. <laughs> if you if like we do Google challenge in the house all the time, like I'll say something and I'm very much like I'm not. I'll say it like this a lot because. I, I'm not a huge researcher person, but I have a interesting little vault that I keep up here. And I'm like, I'm not sure, but I think that guy said this. That's not true. And he'll be like, that's not true. You're, you're wrong. And he's very, you know, confrontational that mm. like, oh, you said that wrong. That's not exactly, exactly what happened. And I'm like, I'm like, he's like, da, 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 Google it. That's the, <laughs> that's the 
the challenge. Hit <laughs> fist on the table. Google it. Oh, the oh <laughs> oh the savoring when we Google and I'm right. Oh, but if he's right, merciless. He is. Oh, his dick grows, I think, when he's right. It gets much longer and girthier. Hey, he is like, uh, he starts swinging around. And I look at how big my dick is. I'm right today. So, so when you're wrong, it's a win-win, though, for you. No. <laughs> Nobody is pleasuring the big dick wagger. Nobody likes that guy. No, no, no. Uh, you I want mean, the polite seems, door knocker big dicker. You're like, excuse me. It seems like excuse a double edged sword. I am so plumpy so right now. You should <laughs> indulge in this. This is a oh, little favor for you. <laughs> Not, hey, look at how big my dick is. I am amazing. Like, ah, put your big dick away. You know Nobody want to see that. I said that one time and I learned my lesson. Oh, don't. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a one time lesson learner. That, you that don't have a, to. That is a you know you say that one time and it just goes completely sideways. Yeah, you'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. But you, I will agree. His uh, Joe's stand up is not good. Uh, I don't particularly. No, think he he's goes funny. for the cheap shit, and yeah. it's it's he goes for the the yeah, dick jokes. He goes for the dirty stuff. He really. Digs in on women and and it doesn't have like the cleverness. No, not and like the, the Bill Burr sneak surprise, and and yeah. I don't and and the crude just straight. I mean, I just dropped a bunch of crude stuff, but that was like satirical because none of it's real. But <laughs> hey, Fabricio's gonna say, "Hold on, hold on." Some part of what I'm just, just saying said is it doesn't real. it doesn't double in size when he's right. Okay, there's some fantasy there. It typically stays in a general zone that's acceptable. Okay, I'm a fan. I married the guy. Okay, we that's don't have so to funny. talk about it. But what I am saying is that like I want something a little smarter, and this is the thing. Mm. Like Jim Jeffries' delivery is clever it is funny it's also very personal mm. you know and you can feel that he got burnt somewhere and that's why he's talking about it in that way you know what i mean but it's not just like i feel like rogan like will talk really loud to get a reaction mm -hmm. but the content isn't act it's there's no basic. it's not funny like that yeah. it's not surprising your intelligence in that way that yeah. you're like yeah his uh comedian friends are way funnier than he is no everybody yeah i told i i love Chappelle. yeah i i'm in love with nate bergazzi right now nate if you're listening i know you're in a very committed relationship but i think you're fantastic is he the indian no who is he no he's uh he's from tennessee tennessee kid and he has a great podcast, too, and I listen to it all the time. But mm. he's a clean comedian, mm. and I, I'm talking, like, belly laughs the whole way through yeah. because he's so clever. Right. And the way he sets it up and then the way he'll twist it right when you think you think you know the punchline, he flips it into something else. And it's still very, like, um, 
uh, attainable. Like you can really relate to it. It's relatable. It's attainable, clever and funny. And I just love it. And I like Tom Segura. Oh, he's good. And I like um, his pod. Do you listen to his podcast with his wife? I they relied a lot on the dirty. This is what I'm saying. <clears throat> I don't think she's that funny. No, I no. Mean, have you seen her stand up? Yeah, it's, it's okay. But this is not what you want to hear. And he's hilarious. And yeah. their thing together versus him and Burt Kreischer is totally funnier. Right. But I again, like, I get his thing and I get his audience, and that works. But he's, I think his stand up on its own is way funnier than any of that side stuff that he's yeah. doing. Yeah, and, and he's Argentinian. I didn't know that. He speaks really good Spanish. Really good Spanish. Yeah. yeah. That was like he did you see that bit he did about him in the parking lot? And no. he was talking to the Mexican guy who was trying to um he was trying to pay for parking. He was like trying to impress him a little bit by speaking Spanish. And he goes, You no ticket, you no pay. Or you no pay, you no ticket. And he's like, I'm talking to the guy in perfect Spanish, and he's answering me in English. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I don't think you understand. I'm like, like I just want to go here and come back and do the thing. And it goes, you no pay, you no park. <laughs> and like coming back at him still with like, I don't care how good your Spanish is. I'm telling you in, in English. English so you don't misunderstand That's me. Right. That's a Mexican thing. And it was funny. And it was so funny. And this is what I'm saying. He's so funny. He also talked about meeting Mike Tyson and... Just his stories are so funny and they're not really dirty. No, he might cuss a little. He might say this, but he's not dirty for the sake of dirty just to yeah. get no, a reaction. He's dirty with his like, wife. Oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Well, he watches dirty stuff. And here's another thing. I watch some dirty stuff. OK, I've seen some stuff. I've watched some stuff, but I'm not really talking about it with other people. I'm just like, I'm a grown up. I can handle you this. and Fabrice, you aren't going to do a. Dirty stuff that we see podcast. <laughs> no, he's not interested in that either. Not like that. No, actually, he, you can, know, he's not interested in talking to me. Is what I meant. <laughs> That's cool. He's like, he's like, please stop talking <laughs> immediately. Well, because you could you cook something or something? <laughs> I would really like that. Or funny. go back to being wrong about things we can Google. Then I'll be having a then good I'll time. Then I'll be happy. We watch we watch UFC together, and even then, if, like if, if it, there's something serious going on and I'm making little jokes, I had to leave him. I had to leave him and lock the bedroom door when he was watching World Cup. <laughs> he was getting so grumpy and so mean. And Which he was is, like, this is not that. I was like, oh, he's Brazilian. I have to go does, lock him out. Brazil his he team? like tried to call me back. It's, Come on, babe. Open the door. I'm sorry. I said, nope. I will talk to you when the game is over. What's his team? Brazil? Brazil. But Brazil wasn't even in it anymore. But it was the finals. And I'm into the game. I like all sports. I If there's an actual real thriving competition going on, I'm in it, you know? Um, and it was the end. It was, and, and they're playing so hard and it's Argentina and I for France mm. and we're watching the game and they're like battling it out. And like, I was, I was like, ah, oh, I said something, you know, he was like, 
got so mad at me for like being slightly funny in the moment. And I was like, and then he was like, now it's not the time to take it serious. And I was like, okay. I like I like soccer, like, okay. Okay. It's like Cody, but, this is not uh, a time to joke. The, oh, beyond that, mad. And I was like, okay. You can fuck off. I'm going to go to my bedroom. I'm going to put on whatever the fuck I want in my TV, in my room. I'm going to lock the door so you can't even come in here and kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Uh-uh. Fuck off with that. And then he knew. He knew, though. He knew he was being rough. And he was like, babe. I'm sorry. Okay. Come watch the game. No, I want to watch it with you. I was like, no, 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 no. Did you come out? No, hell no. <laughs> you stuck to your guns. Fuck no. Let him have it. See, you stick they... to your guns. Oh, yes, I do. No, no. I, if I don't, he is such a dominant man that if I don't, I will, he won't like me the same. Yeah. Honestly, he won't. <laughs> Our last show that we did, when I said I stick to my guns and I never apologize to anyone, and then you said you should listen to your body, the comments that I got that on you, like one dude goes, you know, maybe you should be a little bit humble and not, <laughs> so it's like, I, <laughs> I'm getting these. That's right. Like people are trying to give me actual advice. They on... want you to live, man. Be healthy. <laughs> Go for the walk up the hill. It's God so damn funny. it. Halfway and it's back. So funny. And then I posted this with uh, I had a, my buddy Jose on pro boxer won his last fight. First round knockout. And then uh, I titled the video. It's a struggle. And basically it's me saying. I need to lose some weight. I'm trying to lose weight again. And then my buddy kind of, you know, makes fun of it saying again, or are you, you know, he said more or again, you're trying to start the process over again. And I must have, I, I think I had multiple comments that say like giving me training advice. It's like, bro, all you need to do is eat less garbage and be more active. That's all you got to do. <laughs> like, wow, get, like, you get. should have a podcast. That's but amazing. This was the kicker though. One guy said depression hides itself in many ways and he's gone I'm like what is going on you can obviously see in the video that I'm laughing with my buddy but and by the way like like you've been like this for a long time oh, it's not like you're just I like didn't gain 50 pounds of you know within the last th six months no and and like <laughs> Like, seriously, no offense, but you're not a petite dude no. by nature. Yeah. So, impossible. Look, I met this chick uh, years ago. She worked at a 24-hour fitness, and she's like, girl, I'm Samoan. She's like, I live on the treadmill. Small. She's like, just, and she was, like, fit, but she's, like, a thick girl. Yeah, like big a good, bones. Nice-looking thick, you know, shapely. Yeah. But she's like, oh, dude, if I didn't do this... It would be totally different. So, and some people are not going to be petite, petite. Nope. And it doesn't mean that you're depressed. It doesn't. But <laughs> yeah. but the truth is, is that it's a fucking war yeah. to get to looking slick. And that takes a lot of motivation and dedication. Another thing is, is that when you see these people with these crazy shredded bodies, and I, I try to remind my friends who are feeling a little defeated about exercise and looking like a certain kind of way. I'm like, dude, all those people you see, their job, what they do for a living is fitness. Yeah. You don't see, I mean, some people are doctors and they get up at four in the morning and they, they're, but they're also super obsessed yeah. about that. 
But to like just live a healthy life and not put yourself in physical danger, you got to make some effort. Right. And no, it's work. It has to be built into your schedule. Yeah. You have to stay true to it. But it's not depression. No. It's also just like. <laughs> it, made me, it made me chuckle. It was like this. It's like balance of <laughs> happiness. It's like, dude, I, I'm not going to be feeling like I'm actually myself if I'm spending every moment yeah. obsessing about my weight, my weight, my weight, my weight, my weight. And yeah. it, and, and it kind of has to be like that to even get there. Right. And if you're down for the slow journey, it can work. If it's if you just pace yourself and keep having little milestones and get to a place that you feel like like, you know, you're making the effort and therefore you're getting a little bit of serotonin boost from that. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Oh, I'm not a complete uh, absent minded and I'm not being oblivious to the fact that I want a little more of that in my life and just ignoring it and doing nothing. Yeah. Doing a little something is something. That's yeah. all that that's <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's all that it really takes. Like if you go to a, a class twice a week, it, you don't have to be seven days a week, but you do a little something. You, you give a little love back to yourself to remind yourself that you're worth a, worth it to have a little bit of healthy to balance out all the other bullshit that I'm going li- to enjoy. <laughs> to not get me out of breath when I walk up my eight stairs. Or tie your shoes. Or tie my shoes. <laughs> all right, Cody. Cool, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you. We had fun. Me too. Um, Give yourself a shout out. Uh, I'm Cody. Shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And then don't forget to subscribe and watch and check me out on YouTube. Don't ask. I, I will not. Comment. Comment. Send, tell him. Tell him. Yeah. I mean, comment, but I will never reply. No, no, that's okay. He's I'm not sticking to his guns. <laughs> I will not engage. But say whatever the heck you want. I want to know. He'll tell me. <laughs> it's worth it for that. Adios. Adios. Mosquito.